Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, Anne Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, and I got some big news. And I'm Kahlo, the thief with the magic touch. I'm Sale, and I'm just glad my relatives are gone. And I'm Arjitlam, the happiest paladin on Odin. Interesting. I'm sure. Enough? I'm sure that we'll figure out why. (laughs) Joining us this week from the Gilgamesh server, it is the almighty Elmer the Pointy. Elmer, welcome to the show. Hey guys, I'm very excited to be here on Limit Break Radio. (laughs) Awesome, well we're very excited to have you. Yes, indeed. Now, I know that this is your first time on Limit Break Radio. I don't want to steal any of your thunder, so go ahead. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, um, from Gilgamesh, like you said, I'm a Taru, and I have four jobs at 75. I leveled Black Mage, Dragoon, uh, Warrior, and Puppet Master. Wow! All to 75. How long, uh, when did you start playing, Elmer? Uh, it's like two and a half years ago, way back in January 2004. Wow, okay, so you you haven't been even playing since launch, and you have four jobs to 75. That is extremely impressive. You know, oh, I've been playing for three years. Wow! I, I know. Same here. <laughs> since since North American launch, and uh, and and still, yeah. I mean, that's that is so impressive. So impressive. Well, a little impressive. And obviously, uh, Puppet Master. You know, that's. I mean, that's a really big deal, considering that you know that was just released with Treasures of Odd Ergon, and there there can't be that many seventy five Puppet Masters out there because there's just not that many Puppet Masters to begin with. So. <laughs> That's uh, that's extremely, extremely impressive. Um, so, of course, we do want to talk to you about Puppet Master, uh, a job uh, uh, in Final Fantasy XI, much like Beastmaster, that does get a bad rep. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk about what we've been uh, doing over the last week or so. Uh, Sale, you want to start? Um, as I said in the beginning, uh, my relatives kind of distracted me from doing anything. Mm-hmm. I get back from vacation, and the next thing I know... <laughs> Hi, um, Uncle Norm, how are you doing? <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. I, I'm sure once he does get back into game, though, we're going to see a, a, an, an entire explosion of news and updates from sale. Hey, you know what? A couple of weeks ago, it was Arjit who wasn't doing anything. So, Arjit, why don't we move to your update? What have you been doing? Smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was slick. You like that? <laughs> well, um, I just found out the other day that my chocobo is turning blue, so I've been rubbing that in Kalos' face for the past few days. Ooh, you blue chocobo. Son of a moogle. Maybe it just needs a girlfriend. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. So, uh, did you do anything differently? Uh, this time, as opposed to last Joke's time. Joke's on you. You wanted a black one. I told you how to get it, and it turned blue. Pwned! 
So um, what did you do differently? Uh, I didn't really do much. Um, the only thing that really happened different is that it got sick twice. Um, yeah. I still fed it all carrot paste uh, and took it on walks all the time. Um, other than that, nothing different. Uh, now, here's the big question. Where did you get the egg from? Uh, I did the quest, actually, to did get you? the egg. Yes, I didn't feel like spending 1K yeah. on an egg. So. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you raised it in Bastok, correct? No, I no. raised it in Sandy. Ah, Sandy this La- time. The last time you raised it in Bastok, didn't yes. you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Congratulations. That is, uh, that's, that's very... Uh, I mean, that's monumental. I mean, blue chocobo, don't see those every day. So. Oh, yeah. Kahlo, uh, I don't know. We, we we collectively have some big news. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, I guess. I guess maybe you guys should go with, like, little stuff and then... Yeah, um, yeah, all right. Okay, Kahlo, okay, Kahlo, Kahlo all right. Why, don't you, why don't you go over some of the stuff that has been going on all over right, the last well, week? Well, um, I'm currently, at this very moment, in my pocket, I have 730 gil. I oh, have. wow. Okay, I thought I there was a K rich. coming after no, that. No, 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 just Gil. <laughs> I feel rich. I wow. have 103 Imperial Standing. Wow. I decided that, you know, since I'm nearing these top levels, that I should probably get around to getting a pretty decent head equip. And since, you know, uh, I'm a little against the OHAT trend. OHAT. Yes. Come on, OHAT. Uh, I decided, uh, you know, let's, let's find out where uh, where all these ninjas are getting their Walara turbans. You know, 5% haste. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I mean, you know, at, at this level, I'm, uh, I'm I'm hitting mobs pretty good, so I can start getting rid of a, a little bit of my uh, accuracy gear. Okay? Right, yeah. So it takes 1,000 bronze pieces mm-hmm. that you have to trade to some guy. So that's equivalently about 20K in Imperial Standing. Okay. All right. So I went and I spent all my Imperial Standing. I have 14 gold pieces. Well, okay. So I'm going to go buy the rest of them. I go, they're 13K each. All right. I buy a couple. I'm up to 17 now. I need three more, and everyone's just ignoring my will dance for Gil shout. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and, and yes, yes, I shouted it. I also tried the we'll take off clothes for Gil. Um, <laughs> all I got to tell was from Wally. <laughs> so, by, uh, by the way, by the way, actually speaking of Wally, he's not uh, not able to join us this week, unfortunately. Oh. So uh, no uh, no Gulkin antics are uh, are going to ensue. Hello, maybe you should have tried. We'll put clothes on for gold pieces. Yeah, that might have worked. <laughs> that might have worked a little bit better. Raffle. <laughs> So uh, I decided to take the 17 gold pieces that I do have to Nash Mao because there's an NPC there that will, let's say, give her a gold piece. She will then give you the appropriate mithril pieces that would equal a gold piece Mm -hmm. and so forth. You can downgrade your gold pieces into bronze pieces. Now, as I said, um, I have 103 Imperial Standing, so I couldn't get a runic portal to Kedavra Meyer, which (laughs) I did walk all the way to the Taru and ask before I realized. <laughs> oh, good job. So, yeah, th- th- this was a really, really bad night for Kahlo, everybody. <laughs> I went back and I get on the uh, get on the ship, you know, and uh, it zones. It's just me and some Gulka mage, I think, because they were wearing mm-hmm. a staff, but they were a non. I get up there and there's a, a, crack, a Kraken up there. And I'm like, oh, cool. And uh, check some possible gauge. So I throw up sneak attack. I pull up my daggers. I'm like, hey, it's, it's an NM. And I'm just like, oh, what's its name? And right as I walk up, it aggroes me. He goes, oh, dude, I looked that up. It said that a, 70, a 73 ninja in full evasion gear uh, almost got two-shotted by it before a bard could even sing Mambo. And I'm like, Psh, <laughs> that's a ninja, dude. That's a ninja, right? Yeah. Two hits, and I'm down to 500. I throw up perfect uh. dodge. <laughs> I throw up my shadows, and as it's hitting me. Now, now, I don't know if they changed this, but before, if you had up perfect dodge in shadows, 
it would hit your shadows yeah. before Perfect Dodge went down. Really? So it's sitting here missing me, and I have shadows up. I'm like, oh, well, it's missing me. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be that bad. Perfect Dodge goes down, three shadows go down, and I die. There's a there's a big shocker right there. <laughs> I get to Nashmau. I ask my LS if they can, uh, you know, find me a raise. No one can. I have to go, so I alt tap. Ooh, mm-hmm. that was my night. And that's, and that's it. That's it. So it that, just ends with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh well, uh, I've been doing my ninja too because, like I said, 730 yeah. g- gil. So uh, me and some friends are, are planning a BCNM 40 run because collectively we have about 600 seals. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. Yep. So um, I'm, I'm at like 39 I'm 5K to next level, and uh, I'm going to get a an experience scroll. Right on. So uh, other than that, yeah, not a lot has been going <laughs> on. Yeah. Okay, so um, the only news that I have, and, and Kahlo will will relish in this news with me, Level 75. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that that that's the other really big news. We uh we finally did it and and uh ironically enough on the same night. Yeah, yeah, both yep. both hitting uh 75 on the same night. We talked about dinging 75 together for so long. And, and then, uh, and then we were kind of like, eh, whatever. And then it, it, it ended up happening. So yeah. uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we uh, we we you know well, there was the a lot. Same. Originally, there was a lot of planning going in yeah. going into uh, into seventy five, and um, and so yeah, uh, in, <laughs> instead it just ended up working out mm-hmm. that way. So um, yeah, that's a and 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 Elmer, you know. It's taken us three years to get one job to seventy five, and you have four. I'm so jealous of you. We got <laughs> owned. Yeah. <laughs> Twice so, I am Tara. Oh, oh well, that oh, must be well, the secret. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially, that's, that's a, and that makes that so much sense. The Black Mage part. Well, it, you know what it doesn't explain? It doesn't explain the Warrior and Dragoon. That's what it doesn't explain. Ah. <laughs> ah. We got like double pwn. <laughs> oh, oh, really quick shout out to. Wally hit 75 today. Did he? Oh, yes, he did. he did. Oh, wow. Congratulations <sighs> yeah, to Wally. Yeah, um, you know, he, he, despite my uh, my plans to thwart him, because he sent me a telling, he's like, I'm 5K next level. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I looked through Kedarva Meyer, and there's only four party leaders there. So I send tells to everyone, is Wally in your party? <laughs> I finally get a yes. And I'm like, can you uh, can you list off all the members that are in your party? They did so, and I then proceeded to send a tell to all of them, we'll pay if you kill Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Wally then sends me a tell, damn you, Kahlo, <laughs> with his HP <laughs> at zero. Oh, that's, that's funny. And how uh... <laughs> he ended up being 7K to next level with a raise. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, um, uh, that's how, called payback right there. How much did you pay these people? Well, I told them 500k, but uh, I don't know how soon they'll be seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know they're going to listen to this and be like, oh, that's... <laughs> All I can say is... Uh, you can't trust a thief. I'm a thief. You yeah, should have seen it coming. Yeah, yeah. You should. But, uh... uh Meriting, how 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 have you been coming with that, Annie? Um, actually, yeah, I was. Uh, that's that's the only thing that I've been doing mm-hmm. since I've I've hit uh, seventy five has been meriting. I've uh, got a couple points. Um, you know, uh, haven't haven't really spent too many of them. Um, so 
Uh, but it's fun. Limit points are a lot easier to you know to gain. It's a lot easier oh, yeah. to get a get a merit point than it is to get a, a level, especially when you're up in the the you know in the seventies. Not um, to mention when it's a constant. You know, it's a ten k each time. Oh yeah, so and and it, and it, that that definitely helps. So mm-hmm. um, I've been having fun. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, you know, Krojnar was uh, was totally right that I would love meriting, mm-hmm. and yeah. and and I do. So mm-hmm. um, have you noticed like of the merits you put in? Have you noticed a significant change not 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 really okay i'm sure that i will down the line but as of right now no and part of that is is that after i spent the merits i haven't had a whole lot of time to play so uh i haven't really you know seen or experienced a lot of the you know uh the merits that i've spent so far uh personally i had put two of mine into triple attack Mm-hmm. And one of the parties I was in, someone asked me, have you really noticed? And I'm like, not really, or maybe I just haven't been paying attention. Right. Five minutes later, uh, I triple attacked four times in a row. Wow. And I was just like, wow, I, I, I guess it does uh, make a pretty big difference. Yeah, sure does, sure does. Um, Elmer, now, of course, we've said that you have four jobs at 75, extremely impressive, but uh, the the one that we really want to focus on here today is Puppet Master. Like we said before, uh, a, a job in Final Fantasy XI that seems to, you know, get a bad rep or is not totally understood by a lot of the community. So, um, it exists in obscurity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and not only that, but it doesn't seem to be defined at all as to what type of job it is. Uh, by the community, so uh, you know, by virtue that you've gotten it to seventy-five, uh, your insight is is very very valuable here. Now, um, puppet master is one of those jobs that does have a pet. What kind of soloing opportunities does that uh, provide the job with? One of the settings you can have for the pet is like a mage type setting, and this mm-hmm. really opens up a lot of solo opportunities. It's similar to dragoon. Mm-hmm. Where you have, if you sub a mage job, your wyvern can heal you. Right. So if you set up your puppet as a mage, it can also heal you, but it's a little more effective because it can get cure four. Oh wow! Mm. I had no idea. That's uh, wow. Yeah. All right. Very nice. So. Um. Now, now you 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 said that your puppet can be set to several different types of modes. What what are the different types of modes that it can be set to? Uh, you have what they call the Harlequin frame. It's the mm-hmm. standard one you get at the beginning. It basically, it can attack with its noodle arms, and it can cast out Dia or Cure, mm-hmm. but it sort of has like an average skill in both of those. <clears throat> then you have the melee type, which is the Valor Edge, and mm-hmm. it has a higher melee skill, but no yeah. magic or range at all. And then there's a Ranger frame, which mm-hmm. has high range attack, uh, sort of low melee attack, and no magic. And then, of course, the magic bot, which can cast spells and nuke like a black mage. So several different types of combinations uh, uh, when it comes to uh, setting up frames and, and how uh, you know to, to play the puppet uh, and the puppet master. Um, now, when it comes to basics of the job, um, like I said, the community has not defined what this job is. So in a party situation, um, how, how often do you find yourself actually in a party situation? Well, the community sort of has defined Puppet Master as garbage, but... <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, because, I, I mean, uh, it, I think it's a valid job. I mean, <laughs> do you think that they've defined it also as a soloing job only? It's, like, hard to put it in either category because there's points in the game where it's really good in a party, 
and mm-hmm. then there's points where it's really good soloing. It's just that there's so much customization to it. Right. People can put it in all these different categories. So it, it's hard to look at Puppet Master and say, there's a DD or there's a mage. Because when, when you look at a thief, you see hate management spike damage. You look at a white mage, you see healing. But with a Puppet Master, it, it could be a number of different things. If you say, like, Puppet Master is a DD, and then you say Warrior is a DD, Warrior will usually outclass Puppet Master. So people think, why should I invite it when, it's, when a Warrior or a Monk or even a Dragoon will outdamage it? Um, so what kind of situation would a party leader want to be in uh, to invite a, a, a Puppet Master? What, what role can a Puppet Master fill in a party? Uh, they'd be in a desperate situation. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, to be fair, basically, it can fill the damage dealer role. I mean, the big sticking point is the C skill in hand-to-hand, mm-hmm. which before, like, mid-50s to 60, isn't a humongous difference in attack and accuracy. Like, you can make up for it in gear, you can make up for it in merits if you have something at 75. Sure. It's just that, you know, people argue, well, a well-geared puppet master will still be outdone by a well-geared monk. Well, what do you have to say to those that, that say that? Well, the C skill is kind of crappy, but I think it's really trying to limit the master's attack because you also have the puppet's attack added to it. Right. Uh, wh- what kind of numbers does uh, does the puppet end up putting up uh, as far as damage goes? Uh, early on, it's really good because you essentially have two party members, and the C skill doesn't really come into play mm-hmm. uh, like 50 and below. So you can get really good numbers. I hear, you know, I get questions a lot about pop or people talking to me about their low-level experiences, and they say like, "Oh, my public keeps pulling hate. It keeps getting killed. I do too much damage." Yeah. So it seems like it's really starting to come into its own early on, at least. Right now, you also said that uh, the public can act as as a as a mage and cure you. Uh, now. Can it only cure the puppet master, or can can you direct the cure, uh, and can it cure other party members? No, it'll never cure anyone else because okay, they don't so deserve yeah, it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, wow. the, the the mage type uh, puppet frame is more for a soloing uh, puppet master. Uh, yes, it can be good in a party depending on the spell it's going to use. It's the the mage is sort of like a noob black mage. It'll take its highest tier spell and just spam it over and over. (laughs) (laughs) But now, uh, based on the attachments that you're using, we'll determine which spell it can use, correct? Uh, Yes. Uh, You have the scanner attachment, which will cause it to heavily rely on enfeebling spells. But regardless of whether you have it enfeeble or nuke, it'll always use like the highest nuking spell it knows at the time. Uh, how much control, as the puppet master, do you have over the puppet? You said before that uh, you know that different frames can can make it you know do different things, and then there's different attachments. Now that's totally something that is almost foreign. Uh, well, it is foreign to any other job on the game. As 
someone who hasn't played Puppet Master, uh, it's a world that I do not even know. So could you spend some time explaining uh, the attachments and, and the basics for uh, controlling the puppet? Some of the confusion with uh, Pup is that you don't really directly control everything it does, you sort of influence it. You have all the different elements, and each element has different attachments associated with it. Like you have fire, which has attack attachments, and a provoke attachment, blaze spikes attachment. You have lightning, which has accuracy attachments and a critical hit attachment. And basically you choose what stats or what aspects of your puppet you want to enhance through mm -hmm. attachments. And then while you're controlling it, you use maneuvers. And the element of the maneuver will enhance the attachments that match that element. I feel like I'm teaching physics. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's a concept that's, you know, totally yeah, different. It's, it, 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 it seems like such a far out concept and so far out from mm -hmm. any of the other jobs um, that it, it's it, it's really it's really interesting to learn about. Right, because with, with Beast you have like attack, sick, heal, you know, the, their basic commands and it's not like you can give them you know monocles right. or little top hats or yeah <laughs> and whatnot so uh, and and maneuvers uh what exactly is a maneuver like could you give me an example of like using a specific maneuver well when you use a maneuver you use it on yourself like if you're gonna macro it it'll be like fire maneuver me you use it and it'll put like a little colored circle at the top you can have three at a time and while that maneuver is active all those attachments are enhanced. The abilities on the attachments can be activated. For example, you use fire maneuver, any attack enhancements go up a certain percentage, and when the provoke timer is ready, it'll use provoke. Oh, All right. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, I'm a little curious then about the ranger type because you know you sort of uh, mentioned a little bit about the DD. So, what type of difference is there between the, the up-close damage type and the, the range type? Uh, the short range just basically attacks short range, and its bonus, I guess, is it gets a shield bash maneuver, which usually hits too late all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the ranger type, you know, shoots from a range and can also melee if it happens to be next to the monster, but its skill is a lot poorer than the melee frame. And ranged attacks, they work on a timer, which can be lowered through the use of attachments. But uh, other than that, there aren't like any major uh, advantages or disadvantages between the two? It's just sort of a preference thing? It's somewhat a preference because each one can be enhanced through attachments to perform better. Mm -hmm. But the ranger one is also uh, piercing. So especially when I'm oh. meriting, in like the Ot Ergen areas, I like to use Ranger over the melee frame. Okay, so um, Puppet Masters, uh, obviously being able to solo uh, at low levels, can Puppet Masters also solo at high levels? Uh, there's some people in my link shell, you know, they're leveling pop up and they like to talk about their soloing experiences, and one is around 50 and he has a lot of success soloing Tufts. And oh, wow. Especially when you get Cure 4, which is around that time, it mm -hmm. becomes much, much easier when it can just basically cure your entire health bar back to full. Nice, yeah. yeah. And you get a lot more evasion equipment available to you, which is yeah. how I'm able to sell a lot of stuff at 75. 
So uh, it, it's it, 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 are you saying that it's actually in some ways easier to, to solo at higher levels than uh, than at lower levels with Puppet? I think like it's probably really easiest at the very beginning and the very end. Like 1 to 10, it's going to be extremely easy. And 74 to 75, it's going to be very easy because all the evasion gear and plus Utsutsemi Ni for the really tough monsters. I mean, that's oh, yeah. basically a godsend for soloing. So at 75, when you check monsters, what you know, what can you solo? I think the highest single monster was 200 experience unmodified. It was wow. a, a groundskeeper no in Sky. It was a tough. That's impressive. How are puppet masters uh, at tanking? Well, there's sort of a, I guess, a movement to have you know puppet masters tanking in XP parties, and you know, like I try to be diplomatic about it, but like personally, like puppet master tanking in XP, it's not that doesn't appeal to me so much because I feel mm. like it's sort of you know low XP. It's not really as efficient as they say. Yeah. But I think. It is really good to be testing that kind of thing, and I think a lot of people post success stories. There's actually a guy on Titan who really is spearheading this movement on, you know, the forums. Mm -hmm. But, like, he, you know, he's a smart guy, and he, he posts a lot of his success stories, and, you know, it's interesting stuff, and it seems to work in a good amount of situations, you know, mm -hmm. depending on the monster, depending on the level. And while I wouldn't, like, fully support Puppet Master as being really another tank job i think you know the testing is really good and you know i gave credit to him when i posted the avatar video saying you know without him pushing pup tanking so much i mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have been as confident in taking on all the avatars sure you know i'm tanking with evasion and with a cure bot which is basically what he's doing in all these parties so uh so then puppet master isn't the long uh you know the the long debated long sought after third or fourth depending on your uh definition of what a tank job is but uh it's not the additional tank job that uh, that uh all the speculation around it before the job was actually released it didn't live up to that hype did it no not really it's you know it's i think it's more something to do with with people you know or your mm -hmm. friends you know i wouldn't want to go as pub tank just to yeah. sort of try and show off and then screw up and everyone's like you suck ass you know <laughs> all the pups are sitting around all saying they get a tell can you be our tank what <laughs> <laughs> i mean like early on people asked me for my robot to tank so people thought you know that way that mm -hmm. Puppet Master was a tank, but it turns out it's more viable the other way around because of the right. evasion boost and because of all the curing that the public can spam on you. But I don't want to sound like I'm like a detractor of pubs hanking, but you know, because it's nobody really knows exactly what we do. So you know, anything and Puppet is marginally successful at is a good find. <laughs> <laughs> In party situations, is there any way that Puppet can specifically work or benefit certain jobs? Like, let's say there's a paladin in the party. Is there any way that you can work with him exclusively? Um, well, the way a pup could support the tank, like a paladin, is through the use of Flash, which is a, an attachment called Flashbulb, which mm -hmm. is you pop up a light maneuver, and if the timer's ready, it'll flash the monster. And basically, it's pretty powerful that the thing will just totally miss you for the next, you know, maybe five to ten seconds. Or more so it sticks seconds. really well. Yeah, it, it'll basically always stick. I've never mm -hmm. seen it really miss, except on the avatars, actually. It would always miss. 
So now, uh, when you use that to help the tank, is that like as a backup Vogue or just so that he has uh, uh, a couple minutes of evasion? Um, it doesn't really pull any hate, so it's more like, you know, a paladin can flash, and then the puppet can flash, and that's just more time. The monster's blind. Or if a ninja's shadows are down, throw mm -hmm. up a flash, and you can recast Ichi, which takes a lot longer, pretty safely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can see that being as uh, as crucial as uh, as you know, stun can be in a party, especially if you know shadows are down or yeah, uh, you know, you need a, just a pause in, in there for a second. So it um, seems like maybe a little minor, just that one ability, but really it, using it effectively can be the difference between you know someone just saying, "LOL, pup, get out of here," and "Hey, I had this party and this pup was flashing during my recast, and it really helped out," you know. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I, I I always I always think that I try to strive to be that dark knight in parties that people you know end up talking about. Yeah, I think we're all the same. You know, some parties it's like, man, I'm gonna watch my my uh, recast timers on sneak and trick attack, so I'm using them as much as possible. Yeah. And then other times, it's just like, uh, I'll use it when I get the TP. A lot of the other pet jobs can use their pets for pulling or for safer pulling. With having a recast on your puppet of 20 minutes, I mean, how, how is it you guys pull if, you know, if, it's that, if that's something you do? Uh, one way you can pull is just basically send it out, attack, retrieve it, and it, like any other job could do, mm -hmm. shooting an arrow, mm -hmm. sending a courier carry. A way to safe pull, like when I was doing the spinners in Mamuk, okay. I would send it out, and like as it hit the spinner, just immediately deactivate and only the one spinner would come, and then I could just reactivate, because if it's at full health, the timer is reset to zero. Oh, oh really? So let's say you just called it, and you deactivate it at full health, you don't have to wait the 20 minutes? Yeah, just like a wyvern. Oh, oh well, that's wow. really useful. Yeah, it sure is. An an another thing that I'm a little confused about, for example, with, uh, let's say with Blue Mage, I know when they reset their spells and whatnot, they have to wait a certain amount of time before they can do it again or use spells when changing frames or attachments on your puppet how, how do you go about that I mean is that like mid-battle stuff you could do or well basically when you pull up the equipment screen you get a choice between master and puppet and then you can go to puppet and change everything and you know it takes a little time but there's been instances where in a battle if something's going wrong I can quickly deactivate go in switch him to healer and try to you know, control the mob a bit, or switch them to tank the mob a bit while we try to recover. Okay, so you can you can switch on the fly. Yeah. Oh well, that's always that's always useful. Right. Definitely. Uh huh. It seems like uh, puppet's main draw seems to be its versatility. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Puppet master seems like uh, like a very versatile job as far as having a lot of options presented to you. Now, as far as uh, meriting goes, how, how how active are you in meriting for Puppet Master? Well, I had to merit up my hand-to-hand -hand skill. Mm -hmm. I had about uh, five merits in it while I was leveling, and I finished that off at 75. And I merited up evasion because I found how useful it is for soloing things. What I usually do is try to get a party together and go to King Rampier's tomb, Mm -hmm. you, know, you get two monks, a pup, a white mage, red mage bard, and you just sort of chain the crap out of everything and get tons of experience. Yeah, actually, King Rampier's Tomb is kind of a looked-over spot when it comes to leveling. Yeah, I've um, uh, partied there a couple times, and I think mm -hmm. people know about it. It's just like, 
it's way out there, you know? It's in Sandy. It's not way out there. Who yeah, goes with to the Sandy? Ex- <laughs> with the expansion, no one goes there anymore. Yeah, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Actually, that's that's one of the things that really kind of annoys me is that no one ever wants to party outside of the Otteragon. Ever. I want to. My CP is dwindling so fast. I know. I'm down to like less than 1k Ugh. CP. It's terrible. I can hardly I can hardly recharge a you know an Empress band. So I think I think you're you know I think it's time to uh, to start leveling Ninja. I think it's that time <laughs> for me. Yeah, I'm I'm that I'm that uh, out of uh, CP. Uh, I've heard rumors that uh, uh, all three jobs are supposed to be getting merit two abilities in the next update. Do you uh, do you know anything about that? I can neither confirm nor deny these rumors. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That was worth it. <laughs> now, uh, Elmer, I know you make videos, and I've seen a couple of them, uh, you know, especially the Prime Avatar fights. We'll get to those in a minute. Um, but what I have to say, first of all, is that uh, what I appreciate about your videos is that I came out to the other side with a better understanding of, uh, you know, for example, one of the ones that I that I watched was BCNMs that were easily uh, doable by puppet masters, uh, usually, you know, in a group of two or more. Um, what I really appreciate is that uh, you do give information that is really difficult to uh, understand when just watching the video. Um, it's a little bit more involved and a lot more educational than your average, hey, look what I can do video. So with that, have you used uh, the medium at, at videos, you know, have you used those to try to uh, get some exposition on Puppet Master and, and show that it's a legitimate job? Because that's what I took away. Uh, uh, that's what I walked away from the videos with was, a, was a, a little bit better of an understanding and a higher appreciation for the job. Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, I'm more of like sort of a visual kind of person when it comes to doing this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I felt like putting the fight out there so people can see it would really help. And, you know, sometimes things are a little hectic or you're not sure exactly what I'm thinking or typing. Mm-hmm. So I have the explanations there just to put in a couple uh, pointers, as it were. Yeah, and it, it makes so much sense, the, the pointers that you do, you know, include in there. And uh, actually, I learned a lot more about the BCs themselves, the, you know, the BCNM events themselves, uh, than, I, than I did necessarily about the job, which is absolutely a reason, you know, uh, a really good reason to, uh, to watch the videos. Um, where can listeners go if they want to watch these videos? I'm glad you asked, because I'm going <laughs> to be putting a thread up on the Limit Break Radio forums, and also they can be found on YouTube. You can just search basically for my name, Elmer the Pointy, and they should pop up. But I'll be posting something so they'll be, you know, easier to find. Great. So, Elmer, uh, I've been informed that you have undertaken some admirable feats in defeating the prime avatars yes <laughs> what was that like i mean what were some of the challenges what were some of the you know the harder avatars some of the easier ones and i mean that's i mean soloing yeah, yeah. soloing. Wow. i mean usually even you know summoners yeah sometimes there's red mages but usually when i ask people they're like if you get me a ninja or if you find me a red mage uh-huh. but i mean you know, yeah, come on, uh, it spew some knowledge out at us. Yes, I am amazing, and I'll let you know. <laughs> I started with Leviathan, because 
I felt like, you know, he's kind of easy. He doesn't have status effects really, except for slow. Like, paralyze is really what I need to look out for. Uh, so I right. tried with him. Uh, it took like two tries, maybe. It wasn't too difficult. And then I decided, you know, I really want to do all of them, put it into a full video. So it was like a weekend thing. And some of them were harder, like Shiva. I had to fight like 50 times. Wow. Ridiculous. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I thought Rama would be tough. Everyone says, oh, he paralyzes you. He has, you know, he stuns you. Mm -hmm. It's pretty difficult. But he was actually kind of easy. It, it was only uh, two to three tries. Mm -hmm. And he went down. Ifrit was a little tough because he's exceptionally strong. And a lot of his special moves tended to just ignore my shadows the blank shadows and hit me. Garuda was not so difficult, but when you get her down to low health, she tends to spam healing over and uh, over. Yeah. And over. <laughs> so if you can notice on that one, it took 25 minutes rather than usually around 20 or even 15 on one of them. Which was the lucky one to get the 15? Maybe it was Titan. He's kind of slow. <laughs> Unlike the server FTW. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If you're in Whitegate, all the servers are slow. Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. Does your puppet get affected by status effects as well? Yes, all the time. He doesn't resist anything. <laughs> Being a machine, you know, Yeah. you would think. So uh, is there any way to cure him of those status during those fights? You just have to, you know, tough it out. Actually, yeah, one of the best things about the puppet, and it really helps with soloing, is the eraser attachment, which Ooh. if you, you pop up a light maneuver, and it'll erase basically any status effect on itself or the master, the priority being on itself. You know, with AoEs, it's kind of annoying because it'll always do itself, and you'll sit there <laughs> silenced. <laughs> but it's still nice because at least he's free to cure for you while yeah. something punches you. <laughs> okay, so, you know, now that you have soloed the Prime Avatars, what are you going to do next? I've been working on soloing uh, some of the Archangels, actually. Oh, really? Wow. But it's impossible, so I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm going to... I've been trying to duo the... Taru Taru Archangel with uh -huh. a, a white mage friend in mine. How how's it been going? Um, have you have you tried it yet? Like have you uh, have you given it a shot yet? Yeah, we tried a few times, but uh, the main problem is he has this AOE attack that if the shadows aren't up, it'll do a lot of damage and petrify and paralyze you, which is not good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And the robot just takes full damage every time. Sometimes <sighs> getting killed in one hit. So. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm trying to figure a way around that. Yeah, well, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, hearing about your success on that. Now, what kind of economic stability do you need to level Puppet Master? Is it a fairly uh, cheap job? Does it pay for itself? Or is it, you know, one of those infamously expensive, like you're going to sink all the money that you've made into this job? It can be cheap or it can be really expensive, depending mm -hmm. on how patient you are. Because a lot of the attachments... They're all craftable now, and they drop from various places, some of them. And they've mm -hmm. really gone down in price a lot, so some of the basic uh, Tier 1, Tier 2 attachments you can get without really breaking the bank. Mm -hmm. But then from the solo E&M in Marvel, Marvelopolis or whatever, it drops, uh, I guess that's what they call Tier 3 attachments. It has eight of them, and 
they're pretty expensive, anywhere from three hundred, five hundred thousand to over a million. Guess so, where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> it's good and bad because you know if you want them, you're gonna have to pay a lot of money. But once you start doing the ENM. You start getting a lot of money. Like I just did it again today. It dropped a drum magazine, and I could put it up for three hundred twenty-five thousand, which is pretty nice. Wow! And I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, you've got to consider that uh, you know prices game wide have uh, have been dropping really, really sharply. Yeah, three hundred k. You know that that's worth a lot more than it than it used to be. Um, yeah, it's definitely you've got to be patient because they came out. With another set of new attachments that drop from the Ashu Talif uh, series of quests on an okay. old pirate ship, and when they first came out, they were insanely expensive because no one yeah. knew how to get them. Right. Someone bought like a turbocharger for like millions of gil, and now it's like fifty thousand gil. Oh, oh. <laughs> ow! Yeah, that's that little bit of patience goes a long, long way. I see, you know, and I've and I've watched it. it there's a new great sword that went up on uh, on the auction house recently, and I've never seen it before. It's called the Gold Algol. Somebody was shouting about that today, and I'm like, I wonder if that's new or not. I'd never seen it before, and just one day, and I I popped into the great sword category on the auction house, and it was just there. And looking at the price history, it's only it's sold twice for like five mil or something. But uh, I'm I'm wondering. I, I want to watch it and see, uh, you know, see if the prices end up coming down and uh, and how much they end up coming down by. Now, did it sell because someone bought it? Because I know sometimes people will put it up, then buy it back themselves just to let people know they have it. Uh, no, it was actually sold twice. So um, that's why I haven't been, you know, really going crazy over it. Like mm-hmm. must have because it does look cool. It looks like uh, it looks like the algal that's dropped right, by yeah, um, yeah. Cerberus, if I'm if I'm correct. Well, what's the big deal about the great sword aside from its look? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I forgot. I forgot what what kind of buffs <laughs> it gives. To be honest with you, like, I'm I guessing ca- it's just pretty. Yeah, just it looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as end game goes, there's a lot of criticism when it comes to. Uh, Puppet Master being used in Endgame. Uh, what do you see uh, the Endgame viability for Puppet Master? I see nothing. <laughs> really? Really, at, at the moment, there's not much for it to do. I mean, I've tried Sky and, and Limbus and stuff, and mm-hmm. like for farming and stuff, Puppet really, Puppet Master's fine. You know, it does good damage, it's useful, it can help out. But on Gods, it's just not good. It. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't just doesn't really do a whole lot. The no. only thing I can say for it is there's an interesting thing I noticed that the puppet itself really seems to excel when fighting gods. It'll hit very consistently. It'll do pretty good damage, you know, compared to other melees. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sort of taking it as maybe a hint of things to come. Maybe they'll improve it, and its usefulness on gods will turn into actual usefulness in a party because at the moment there's really no strategy that calls for you know oh we need a guy here stabbing this in the leg every three seconds for 50 (laughs) damage yeah you just don't need it right now i got three words for you lords of the puppets (laughs) (laughs) all puppet link shelves there you go in sky there you go that's i mean four damn it is lords of the puppet (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay But I mean, uh, <laughs> nice, nice catch, Sale. <laughs> Damn it! 
But I, mean, I am awake today. Hello. <laughs> you mentioned uh, puppets not being very good in Sky, but that's only when fitting into the strategies that people use now. It was the same when Croge was on. You know, he mentioned that beasts don't really fit into the niche that people have right now for Sky. Sure. So they made their own. Yeah. And 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 you know it it works out pretty good right now. And just like you mentioned that the puppets are you know a lot more effective on gods than what you might think. So, I mean, I'm sure there is room for the puppet master and his uh, little pal in Sky, but no one's, you know, actually explored it or tried to put it to use. Yeah, I got to agree with you, Kahlo. I, um, I, I think that puppet master, from from what you have told us, uh, Elmer, uh, seems like it could be eventually very useful. If if you say that uh, that puppets perform really well against gods, then yeah, that's absolutely a, uh, an opportunity. I think for a lot of puppet masters to uh get into sky you know with their own much like lord of the beasts it's just there's not enough right now really to test out stuff but Mm -hmm. there's probably some interesting strategies that could come up i mean like one thing i want to test if i can find an especially ambitious red mage is you know the way they solo really tough monsters they can kite it they can dot it Mm -hmm. nuke it sometimes and another interesting thing about the puppet itself is it can follow a monster and still hit it because it has the same sort of pathing system as as mobs. So if you're kiting something, you could have you know a bunch of valor edges falling behind, sort of poking at it with their scissors for a while. You know, maybe <laughs> something could be done with that strategy. That just gives me a really interesting image of seeing an army of puppets just chasing Kieran around. <laughs> Gen Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Especially without slowing them. Yeah. Um, I guess the way that I see it, puppets do have their uses. They have the paths that have been set before them, but I still think that they deserve somewhat of, of an upping. You know, I still think that, mm-hmm. that even in all their departments, they have someone that's better, that, that, that can mm-hmm. perform their job better. So, you know, maybe they do still need, you know, and even it could even just be that that boost in hand to hand. That's exactly the problem that, well, we're so versatile, we can do this, we can do that. But really, you can be replaced rather easily. And that's the reason there's no defining role for Pup. And that's the reason it sort of is, you know, invited last or sort of falls off among other jobs because it can it can be outdone. And there's not enough people to really see, you know, what a bunch of puppets can do besides fail at things. And from what you've said um, about puppets not being able to resist anything, I'd have to say, if anything, maybe raise up the puppet's own defensive capabilities or give it a few attachments that might make it more resistant toward things. Yeah, I'd like to see it be immune to sleep since it's a machine. <laughs> right, that only that only makes sense, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elmer, obviously Puppet Master is, uh, is a very versatile job, very open-ended, and uh, can be used in a variety of different ways. And and hopefully we'd love to have you back uh, when and if the community takes a clear-cut stance on what the job is and see how uh, uh, how that has changed or, uh, you know, swayed your interpretation of the job. Because um, it's just, it's really interesting to hear how the job is being interpreted
appreciated by by those who you know have played it like you elmer and those who have not and and it's it's just so funny because it seems so totally foreign to you know i guess we can play off croge's word normies you know it seems it just seems so foreign and so uh so new to us normies that it's really hard to conceptualize and and thank you elmer you've done a really good job uh to help us understand what the job is a little bit more about but hopefully in the future uh it will be uh defined and and when i say defined i don't mean pigeonholed um there's you know with a job that's as versatile as puppet master uh it, it i don't think it will get pigeonholed unless uh square enix decides to make some major adjustments to the job and and i i do sincerely hope that it does find its place in the final fantasy 11 community and uh and and, and isn't ignored now uh, moving along into uh into some other news uh there was some uh information released about the version update that's coming in uh square enix announced mid-december um so why don't we uh why don't we talk about some of the things that were announced uh mainly the big announcement is uh a new battle system that is called salvage they're not releasing any information on it as of yet uh so let's uh, uh let's let's hear some opinions what do you think salvage might be and what do you want it to be Kala? All right, the first thing that I'd like to point out when I first read it was the way that they phrased it, all right? They did not say a new type of event or battle, you know, particularly they said a new type of battle system. Right. So for me, I think that's the, and I really, I don't have any speculation on what it could be, but the first thing that comes to mind is a whole new revamp system for salvage. Sure. Taking apart the word a little bit, some of the things, salvage, uh, ocean. You know, you have the the Alzadal ruins too that mm-hmm. are underwater. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping that may, may, maybe even sea battles. I mean, it, this just opens up an entire huge bag mm-hmm. of of what it could possibly be. And and I think it would be cool. You know, months from now, me and my Corsair AF on a boat. You know, battling for underwater treasure and whatnot. I. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's crazy stuff. <laughs> it could, it could be it could be totally anything, and and right, also yeah. and, and also uh, just just so everyone knows this, this is all speculation. Like I said, SE hasn't announced anything as to what it is. We're just uh, taking you know taking shots in the dark as to uh, what it could be. Uh, Sale. Um, what I think it could be something like what Kahlo was saying, but I also think maybe it might be trying to salvage areas, like trying to reclaim. Maybe if yeah. you get another area, That's, they uh, might actually make like makeshift towns in which you can buy more stuff in that you normally would not get. Sure. There are some pictures uh, floating around of, of places in the Beastmen territories that are like cities with said Beastmen, and, and there are friendly type of Beastmen. So going off what Sal says and looking on how conquest is done over in, you know, on the, on the, on the other continents, this mm-hmm. could be a new type of you know, like you said, controlling the areas, if if we have control of them, then maybe we can visit certain beastmen cities. Interesting. Yeah, like interesting maybe, idea, yeah. Like maybe it's liberating friendly cities from the control of beastmen that do not support them and thus integrating them into the community. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's... Absolutely, yeah. That's a that's a interesting idea. Sail uh, for the win. Yeah. Uh, Arjit, uh, you ta- you care to take a stab? See, what, what, what do you what kind of uh, ideas do you have? Uh, well, after what Sales said, I'm just 
I'm just amazed. <laughs> totally psyched too. That's like yeah, that, that would that would be very cool. <laughs> that would be very very cool. Um, one of the areas that hasn't been opened yet is the Coliseum in Ottergan Whitegate. Yeah, and it could have something to do with the Coliseum. So it's it's possible. I mean, both the pit and the Coliseum uh, haven't been open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be it could be any of these things. Uh, when I when I first heard it, uh, I also thought uh, a possible raid system, uh, much like in other MMOs, uh, that would be very uh, a very cool addition. Although, uh, you know, knowing Square Enix and knowing Final Fantasy XI, if it is a raid system, it's not going to be your standard. Se is going to throw some some uh, massive curveball. Yeah. Exactly, and and I look I look forward to it. Elmer, do you have any ideas, uh, any uh, projections as to what you think salvage might be? Uh, first thing I thought is it seems sort of like the at Ergen Dynamis, and hopefully we'll be seeing some new AF pieces for the new jobs. I never sort of, thought of me either, especially an update earlier in the year that mentioned a possible new areas with new armor, relic type armor. armor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! It's uh, it's uh, it's a portal. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I never, I never even thought of that. Wait, uh, we need to go Elmer. I know a lot of good ideas. A lot of good ideas. A lot of good uh, projections as to what it might be. Um, additionally, some some uh, information that was uh, released. Uh, there's going to be some new areas. The ruins of Alzadal. The access restriction will be lifted, and uh, players, it says, will have uh, free reign to explore the entire region. Also, several unreachable areas, both in uh, Bathlau thickets and Sadarva Meyer. Uh, will become accessible, and I, I'm 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 thinking that those are the remnants that uh, are seen when you put your cursor over the ruins of Altadal mm-hmm. on uh, your besieged map, and also adventurers will be able to encounter the creatures that inhabit those locations. Right there, um, a couple days or, or weeks—I don't remember when it was. The frogs, Pirogos. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, me and Arjit for the—I don't know if it was the first time you've seen them. But uh, he was in besiege, and he's like, there's a, there's a frog. And I jumped out of my seat and walked over, and sure enough, there it was. Wow. And so, yeah, uh, hopefully we'll be seeing more of those frogs. I mean, I don't, you know, go out and explore as much as what I yeah. probably like. So maybe they're out there more than I think. But mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a big time for me. There's frogs so. in Mamuk. Is there? Oh, really? Yeah, you can walk right over and fight them. They turn you into a frog, too. <laughs> have you have you ever been uh, turned into a frog yet, Elmer? No, but other people got turned into a frog and started biting me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I I can't I, I I have not encountered a pirogo yet either. I'm really looking forward to uh, to to seeing one. That that'll be very cool. Some uh, some other things. Mog lockers. Uh, the maximum capacity for mog lockers uh, is going to be increased to seventy items. Um, there are going to be new quests. Especially, uh, they say specifically that uh, many of these new quests will center around At Ergon Serpent Generals, which are very cool. Absolutely. Haven't, yeah, haven't been able to uh, to learn anything about the Serpent Generals, at least in the quests that I've done uh, mm-hmm. for At Ergon. Uh, well, it's also interesting because they say quests, not missions, yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. So something, something that's going to be open to you know anyone who has access to Alzabi, hopefully, so you won't have to have done into the missions so far. Yeah. 
Rosie gets to add a few more to her list. Yeah, she gets to add a couple notches to her belt. Um, <laughs> another another thing that's coming with the update, Square Enix announced. Uh, Kahlo, I know that uh, after we had both hit 75, that you had reached a buffer, and uh, you know we're saying that you were going to cap your experience in Besieged. And this is pretty cool, that now experience points awarded in Besieged uh, can be limit points now, mm-hmm. too. Um, and I'm sure that that's just depending on what you have your character right. set to. Mm-hmm. Another big thing that has been uh, definitely uh, among a lot of talk in endgame link shells is you can now, after meeting certain requirements, it will become possible to travel directly to, to Leia from the Halls of Transference, which are the, the beginning areas when going into the Chromavian areas. So now you'll just have to teleport to a Craig, and you can get to Sky a lot easier than having to run all the way through Sanctuary of Zeta and then going through Romave and avoiding all that aggro and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's something small, but it's still, it's, it's, it's going to be really useful. Absolutely. That's, it sounds like something that's going to get rid of a lot of migraines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, just having one uh, teleport point up to Sky now, you know, we've got four. I mean that that'll be that'll be really cool, and I'm sure Sky LSs are just gonna you know they're gonna love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now the question is is that depending on where you teleport from, where will it teleport you to in Sky? That's the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another pretty big update for those of us who are into the NPC fellowships. The fellow system will be adjusted so that your fellow no longer disappears when you change areas. Now this is pretty big, you know, for those of us who use our fellowship NPCs. Because a really big thing is if you're doing, you know, with your NPC and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, you take some big hits or some big aggro and you have to zone. No more. Yeah. There yeah. it goes. I mean, you might have just called them and now you're over. Yeah, especially, you know, and especially if, if you're like me and don't have your tactics pearl, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I only I only call my NPC when I know that I'm going to be in a zone for a while, like, say, if I'm farming or uh, doing, doing no, if I pretty much, no, just if I'm farming, pretty much <laughs> that's that's uh, I mean, yep. uh, there's only been a couple other times that I've really ever used my NPC um, once was with you sail out in yep. uh, the jungle. I believe I it was skill. I almost magic burst off my own skill chain. Darn it! <laughs> I do that all the time. I, lo- I love having some elementals spells that I can always. I, well, I, I skill mean, chained with your NPC. I didn't know it was going to happen. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was pretty funny. All right. So as we all know, a couple of weeks ago, Square Enix had released their little update about the task force, which was going to specifically be about countering. You know, RMT, yeah. Exactly. Right. And a lot of people, you know, laughed at it, mm-hmm. you know, just dismissed it. And then out of nowhere, big, 11... Big announcement. Yeah. 11,500 accounts banned. Yeah. 2,500 of them were just temp bans, but 9,000 were terminated. 4,000 cases was RMT related. And the ramifications <laughs> of that was the removal of 45 billion gil game-wide. Wow. RMT Task Force just moving down the line. Exactly. It looks like uh, GM Dave had a busy weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of dragons getting full tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, I, you know, I think he, uh, I think he wrote a, uh, I think he, he wrote an entry about that. Uh. There was lots of fun had by all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we'll say. I definitely uh, commend Square Enix for uh, their, uh, you know, their work to counter RMT 
and uh, it's a it's a big problem, uh, not just on uh, not just on Final Fantasy, but uh, on uh, on any MMO. And that's that's great that that they're taking a really proactive stance against it, um, and that's uh, that's really refreshing to see. So I definitely uh, commend SE, and uh, and yeah, wow, that's a lot of gil. That's a lot of gil. <laughs> Forty five. Forty five billion. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Uh, so I think uh, I think that's it for well adventure of the week. Adventure right? of the week, and actually since our last episode, we have gotten a pretty decent flood of adventure of the week entries. So first of all, I'd like to say thank you guys for you know getting active again and and, and yep. keep them coming too. And our adventure of the week this week, I'd like to nominate someone for adventure of the week. He's a great guy. His name is Helsing, and he belongs to the server Midgar Somer. I parted with him all day today from 32 to 38. He's Japanese, so there's a little bit of a communication barrier, but by the end of the night, we could communicate fairly well. But the reason I'm nominating him is this. As we're getting ready to disband our party, because I have no luck finding replacement tank, for we started talking in tells. The party disbands, and I drop him a friend request. He notes how I'm only rank 4. Then, with absolutely no incentive whatsoever from me, he asks if I want to do my rank 5 mission to get my airship pass. We spend the next 2 or 3 hours running around the entire world, going to all the places, getting all the magicite, he went as a 74 dark white mage. He went out of his way and asked me if I wanted help with it. Never met this guy before today, and for no reason other than he wanted to help me, he decided to carry me on his back as we did this. And I also want to give a shout-out to my good buddy, Ellis Sindil. So that comes from Kuzara of the Midgar Sormer server, 38 white mage, black mage. Is Helsing a tarot? It doesn't say, but being a dark knight, I, I, I hope he is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he is. Well, I've met some really good Tarutaru Dark yeah. Knights. There is nothing cooler than seeing a Tarutaru Dark Knight in full AF. Or Dragoon, Elmer, I must say. I love seeing Tarutarus in full Dragoon AF. That's so awesome. That's why I leveled it in the first place. <laughs> just, Ooh, shiny. Just for that. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations, Helsing. You are our adventurer of the week. I, I wish some of us spoke... Japanese. (laughs) Hopefully he gets the message, though. Yeah. Okay, before we end all of this, I can't take it anymore. I heard that you're a happy paladin, Arch. What's the deal? Well, actually... Did you unlock uh... Ninja? Yes, all my days of taking hits as a paladin are gone. I don't have to get hurt anymore. I can be a sissy ninja forever. It was going to come out eventually. Awesome. It was going to come out eventually. Here comes the whole animosity between paladins and ninjas right now. Ninjas ninjas worldwide. You just got owned. Now, now, Arge. now watch, watch, watch the guest application forms because they're just going to start filling up with 75 ninjas going, oh, I want to get Arge. <laughs> okay, so, so you're good news, Arge. All right, well, uh, this morning um, I was just uh, playing on the game with uh, my girlfriend and um, I just, uh, I've known her for about three months, uh, Norwin, and um, I asked her to marry me in game and she said yes. Congratulations. 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 Thank you. The first thing you have to do is you need to find someone to submit your application. Have you have you asked anyone yet? Yes, I've asked you already, Kahlo. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and You're I graciously gonna. accept. Well, that's nice of you. So where are you going on your honeymoon? Don't know yet. Don't know. <laughs> where are you getting married? Don't know yet. <laughs> 
Well, you, wow. you're from Winders, and she's from Bastock, so it, it, it's a parent, dude. Go Winders. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I was I was going to say Sandy, but, but <laughs> no. You'd want bagpipes at the wedding? Seriously, though, if you go to Winders in uh, Winders Waters, to I think it's the uh, the rhinocery. If you go into the back, they have, like, this really long, uh, like, the dock thing, you know? And you can't actually get married back there, and at nighttime, the flowers glow. Ooh. It's really cool. Point you know out. way no too much about this. Kyle, so, you know way too much about this. I've never actually mentioned it on air, so a lot of uh, a lot of the female players out there are going to be really disappointed. But I do have a significant other, and she played at one point, and and we were planning on getting married in game at at the time, and that's where we would have ended up. Uh, okay, get, that, getting hitched. Were you going to get married to uh, to Wally? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Argent Lam, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I've seen the ring. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. <laughs> And now the true colors are coming out. <laughs> All right. Okay. And so they're pink. <laughs> I'm sorry. So this is Kahlo signing off. <laughs> As he runs out of the room crying. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. All right. I, uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, check out our website, www.limitbreakradio.com. Uh, sign up on the forums. Become active in the community. Send us emails. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if there's anything on, uh, on the show that you think is wrong, we invite you. Uh, correct us. And by the way, I did want to give an information correction from last week um, where I made it sound like... Um, uh, uh, in besieged generals are, are are what determines what items you get. That's not true. Uh, what it actually is is that uh, different NPCs determine what besieged items you get when besiege starts. Um, so I just I wanted to uh, wanted to correct that. Yeah, but uh, uh, we we love to hear from you. Send us emails, send us PMs on the board, uh, be active in the community. We love to hear from you guys. Send us tells in games. Been getting a lot of uh, in-game tells. Really cool. Love hearing from people. Uh, we've also got the link shells too. Uh, if you ever want a pearl, uh, you know, get a hold of uh, of myself for sale for Titan, and also uh, Kahlo and Arjit for Odin. And if you want to start your own Limit Break Radio shell on your server that we don't happen to be a, a part of, just let us know. We'd, we'd love to make this uh, uh, a multi-server type uh, type thing going on. So, um, But yeah, that's uh, that's it for this week. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. And I'm Kahlo. I'm Sale changing the locks on my door. And I'm Arjit Lam. Thank you, Norwin. I love you. I'm up in Devoy just working on my fitness. I'm Elmer Licious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elmer, so much for uh, for joining us here. Uh, I know that I learned a lot about Puppet Master. Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope I got some good info on Puppet Master out there. I'm sure there's a lot more to cover, but you know, not enough time. So feel free to ask any questions on the forums or give any corrections, and I'll post up those videos so people can see them. Awesome, Elmer. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, a wealth of information has been bestowed upon us today uh, by you, and uh, and we we greatly appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me.
Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.